This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Have you checked the children? I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. We all go a little mad sometimes. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Boogeyman is real, and you found him. Don't you blame the movies? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Hey everyone, welcome to Slashercast, the podcast where we talk horror and nothing but horror. Brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network and our YouTube channel, Slasher Media. I am one of your hosts, Tyler. I'm your host, Slasher. And today we're going to be continuing and finishing, well, so far, our Alien read-through, well, franchise read-throughs. And we're going to be finishing with the the second prequel, uh, Alien Covenant, which Alien. was released in 2017. And it had a budget of... Um, where's the budget? And a lot of money, probably. <laughs> it doesn't actually say a budget. Directed by Ridley Scott, produced by David Geiger, Walter Hill and Ridley Scott. Written by Michael Green and Jack Piglin. Uh, starring Michael Fassbender, Catherine Waterson, Billy Krupp, Banny, Danny McBride, and Damon Blair. Uh, Don't worry, I found, I found the budget. Distribution, 20th Century Fox. Release, May 19th, 2017 in the United States. And preceded by Prometheus. Yeah, I, f- I found the budget uh, on the actual Wikipedia. The budget was between ninety-seven to one hundred eleven million dollars, and in box office, it did more than twice that amount, which is two hundred forty million. Bad. Right. So you started last time. It's your turn to go. Uh, yeah. So if you don't know how we do this, uh, we read through the there's a the fandom wikis where they're a bit more descriptive than the actual Wikipedia uh, articles. Read through them, well, the plot of that, have a laugh, uh, chat some shit, have more laughs, and then we just give it our ratings and opinions. And we stuff. laugh, we chat shit, and we chat more shit. Yeah, I chat a lot of shit. That, that's basically who I am. Hey, if you want to start, go ahead. Uh, yep. Uh, shortly after his activation, David is interviewed by Peter Wayland in a partial lakeside apartment after observing Michelangelo's statue. <laughs> Wayland states that one day they will search for mankind's creator together. David comments on his own unlimited lifespan as compared to Wayland's, which unsettles Wayland. <laughs> Why wouldn't it? <laughs> Hey, I'm gonna die. That's <laughs> probably why Whalen actually set off on his adventure to find yeah. the immortality. I think that he was. I think he did have some of the was keeping him alive. Um, many years later, after the Prometheus expedition, the colony spaceship Covenant is an is is in is on is on route to the planet. Orgy six is that said right? Orgy. <laughs> I'm not saying Or Orgy six. <laughs> I love that planet. It's Orgy six carrying over two thousand colonists in hypersleep, and 
one million, uh, one thousand. Uh, <laughs> fuck off. One thousand one hundred and forty human embryos. That'll be a lot of embryos. Fucking hell. Years later, still seven years, four months from its destination, the vessel is struck by a neutrino. New, neutrino neutrino blast. blast from a nearby stellar ignition causing major damage and starting several fires on board. In response to the crisis, the ship's crew of 15 are awoken from hypersleep by Walter, an advanced android model that uh, physically resembles David. But Captain Bronson is incinerated inside his uh, cryotube, who you may know is actually played by Harry Osborne actor in the Sam Raimi films. Uh, when it falls to open, yeah, when it fails to open the surviving crew, uh, man, what managers managers uh, to bring the disaster under control. Although 47 colonists and 16 embryos are lost alongside their captain, during one of the repair sessions, Bronson's wife, Daniels, talks to Walter about a cabin Bronson desired to make on the new planet, which Walter keeps to memory. Poor Captain Bronson. That will actually be important later. As everything is important. (laughs) <clears throat> the Covenant's first officer, Chris Oram, or Oram, takes over as captain and command of the mission. While undertaking a spacewalk to conduct exterior repairs, Pilot Tennessee, the name, someone's just called Tennessee. Yeah, and it's played, yeah, by, the only, it's played by um, Danny McBride. You're the only 10 I see. <laughs> that is the worst up. fucking pickup line I've heard. Picks up a fragmented, distorted transmission through his suit's communication system. When the message is analysed on board, the crew are able to discern an unidentified human humming a classic rock band song within the image. When they track the rogue transmission to its source, they find it originated from a nearby planet perfect for human habitation. Better, even, than the predictions of Oregi 6. Or OG6. For fuck's sake. Presented with a seemingly perfect home just a few weeks away, and with none of the crew wanting to re enter hypersleep after witnessing Branson's death, Aurum elects to investigate. Daniels officially protests to him, but is overruled. I protest that we go back in hypersleep. Fuck off. I, yeah, I protest My we do not die. My fucking husband just died, you wanker. <laughs> For fuck's sake, man. Come on. My husband just died. Do you really want me to go back to sleep and wake up years later and be like, Yo, where's my husband? Yes. <laughs> Upon reaching the uncharted world, Tennessee, Ricks, and Upworth stay on board the Covenant in orbit, while the rest of the crew heads to the surface in a dropship to explore. They discover a verdant uh, world developed in vegetation but, but mysteriously empty of animal life. As they explore one of the security uh, team led 
Word decides to take a cigarette break, but steps on some small pods causing tiny dust-like bacteria to enter his ear. Unnoticed, further searching leads the grew ground team to a crashed engineer ship, inside which they find a tag belonging to a Dr. E. Shaw, as well as the source of the transmission uh, transmission they received. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Ludwood's already infected. Shaw is dead. Just saying. Yeah. And David decided he was going to test shit on her. I think the theory about Shaw, like, a lot of people have theories about, like, early on, later on when we see Shaw in the movie where you see Shaw's body, and then you see photos, everybody thought David was actually trying to turn her, like, he cared about her, like, he actually loved her and all that, but uh, she died from natural causes, he didn't kill her, she died from natural causes, um, but it was that insane, he killed all the engineers, because technically, like, he thinks that she killed... And the theory is, is that he blames the engineers for her death, so he wants... So somehow he does experiments on her to try and turn her into the first alien queen. That was, like, the theory that a lot of people, I think, were saying that somehow he was trying to turn her into the first alien queen. Hmm. Interesting theory. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I think I will. The expedition is cut short when Ledward suddenly becomes rapidly and violently ill. Oram's wife, Kareen, rushes him back to the dropship where Tennessee's wife, Maggie, quarantines them inside the medbay. Moments later, an albi albino pale creature known as a neomorph erupts from Ledward's back and attacks Kareen where it mauls her to death. Maggie returns and attempts to kill the creature, but accidentally shoots several flammable tanks on board the ship, triggering an explosion that kills her and destroys the craft, but somehow the Neomorph escapes. Outside nearby in the fields, Hallett is killed as a second Neomorph erupts from his mouth after he too was infected by the pods, when another cloud of bacteria entered his nose. Those are basically like proto-eggs, in a way. Answer. Yeah, there's a lot of proto xenomorphs. <laughs> uh, this movie legit has loads until the very like halfway to end. Where it actually makes a successful yeah. one. The neomorphs already grown exponentially larger soon return and attack the crew on the ground. Uh, Ankor is killed by one of the beasts, and Walter loses his hand, saving Daniels. The armed security team manages to kill one of the monsters, but the second Neomorph retreats after a mysterious hooded figure appears and fires a bright flare, unable to contact the Covenant due to ionic interference. And with the ship unable to breach the planet's powerful atmosphere, at atmospheric storms, uh, anyway, the crew follow the figure. He leads them to a nearby ruined city scattered with the bodies of dead engineers. Upon reaching a vast temple at its centre, the figure reveals himself to be David, who survived the, Prome the Prometheus mission. 
He explains that he and Shaw came to the planet 10 years previously on board the engineer's ship. But its cargo of weaponized black liquid accidentally deployed over the city when they arrived, annihilating all Fauna and what? Fauna? Fauna? <laughs> okay. And infecting the planet. The juggernaut then crashed, killing Shaw and leaving David alone. I, th- I think you meant to say Fauna. Fauna, they were whatever. <laughs> oh, dear. What's English anyway? Yeah, so pretty much David does not know what what he's on, so. Not really. David's like, hey, I'm just gonna go fucking murder a whole planet because he does. David probably snorted too much of that black liquid. David's just a psychopath who wants to create <clears throat> the best. I think it's like he wants to create the best, like, civilization. He wants to create the best creature. Don't need to create the best creature when I'm right here. Fuck off. <laughs> read, just read. After the crew members tell David of their mission, they attempted to contact the Covenant, but are stimulated by iron storms, while David hangs out with Walter, and they play the flute together. Oh, by the way, that, that, I'm just saying this, that scene is fucking sexual in way too many ways. That is scene with Michael Fassbender. I want to know if on set he got told he was going to flirt with himself. And it's just one line. It's just as, you blow, I'll do the fingering. Yeah, and I'm just sat here like, that's not a weird line at all. That's just fucking weird. Later, the surviving Neomorph, now fully grown, infiltrates the temple and mutilates Rosenfall. David finds the creature feeding on her corpse and tries to communicate peacefully with it, but is horrified when Oram interrupts and kills Neomorph with gunfire. Aram questions David, demanding to know the truth about his actions on the planet. But David leads him to a laboratory where he presents its efforts to genetically engineer a superior life form from the creatures spawned by the black liquid. He leads Aram onward into a chamber in the lower levels of the temple, where several eggs of his creation live. One of the eggs opens, and Aram is subdued and impregnated by a face hugger. That emerges when he got too close. Yeah, and then the thing that comes out of him is nothing like the actual chestburster. It's just a tiny xenomorph that does not look good. It's got like little hands. Yeah, it's fucking strange. <laughs> it's weird. I was later like you. You wait for the entire. You watch Prometheus. You just wait to see a fucking alien. Then Covenant comes along, and you see all these proto-aliens, and then you want to see a fucking chestburster, and it's not even a chestburster. Hours later, David waits and watches as Orem recovers, but is killed when a chestburster erupts from his chest, fascinating David as the others search for Orem and Rosenthal. Walter finds Shaw's dis dissected corpse used by David as material for his evolving creature designs. David states that his designed creature is a perfect organism. When Walter disagrees, David disables him. Meanwhile, Sir, Sergeant, Sir, Sir General, is that Sergeant? 
It is Sergeant. No, I was just laughing again. Sergeant? Because of the last, last oh. recording that we did about the disabled. Oh. David disables oh, Walt. <laughs> Sergeant Lope is attacked by a, a facehugger while he and crewmate Cole are looking for Orem and Rosenthal. Although he is saved when Cole cuts it off him, but Lope's face is burned in the process. Cole is then suddenly killed by a fully grown different species known as a protomorph, while Luke uh, flees. There are so many different types of yeah, morphs. I know. I know, it's fucking weird. Elsewhere in the temple, Daniels confronts David, correctly guessing that Shaw did not perish in the crash. David confirms that he killed Shaw during his experiments before attacking Daniels. Although she is saved by Walter, who was able to self-repair himself, the two the two androids engage in a fierce duel. <laughs> As Daniels Michael flees, Fassbender fighting Michael Fassbender, just not with lightsabers. Uh, the two androids engage in a fierce duel of the fates. As Daniel flees when she meets up with Lope. Daniels and Lope manage to contact the Covenant and Tennessee launches a rescue in the ship's cargo transport sled. Daniels, Lope and, and Walter, it is actually quote, Walter, Walter. <laughs> make it on board the small ship, although they are pursued by the protomorph unnoticed. Daniels battles the creature on board the flying craft until she kills it by crushing it to death in the vessel's remote crane. Walter. <laughs> yeah, it's just like Walter. Questioning, is it really Walter? Probably not Walter, but we're gonna say Walter anyway. Upon returning, Where's David dead? Upon returning to the Covenant, the survivors prepare to re-enter hypersleep. However, Daniels and wait. Okay, that was a really long short uh, explanation of the fight. Re-entered hypersleep. However, Daniels and Tennessee find out that a second protomorph had erupted from Lope's chest and killed him before it loses. It it is lo- loose on the Covenant. After maturing, the protomorph quickly attacks and slaughters Ricks. So they're not even xenomorphs. They're protomorphs. Yeah, they're not even fucking the closest to the xenomorph you'll probably get. Fucking hell. Quickly attacks and slaughters Ricks and Upworth in the shower room. But Daniels While they're and... having sex, by the way. Yeah. But Daniels <laughs> and Tennessee manages to lure it to the terror terraforming equipment by Bay with Walters, helping <laughs> guidance Daniels traps the creature in a vehicle and orders Walter to open the doors. <laughs> orders Walter. He does and causes a... a decompression that sucks everything into space. However, the protomorph breaks out and attempts to attack Daniels, but is fatally impaled by another vehicle before it is sent flying out of the Covenant. Take that, because this sucks. It's like like that scene where that uh, from Friday 13th uh, Jason X, where that woman is about to get sucked out of the air vent and she says, this sucks, <laughs> and then does end up getting sucked out. Uh, as they return to hypersleep, Daniels reminds Walter of the cabin Branson decided to make. When Walter. the android cannot recognise this, Daniels realises it is not Walter. 
who is on board the ship with her, but is revealed to be David. Yeah, <laughs> it's David. David's not. David's not dead. Fucker. Where cut off his own hand and scarred his face to assume Walter's place. We're just going to say Walter like that now. Walter. Yeah. And he was cries out in vain at David. David. And puts pod and puts it to hypersleep. Now alone on board the vessel, David enters the hypersleep bay full of colonists and looks upon the hundreds of bodies in stasis. Before he regurgitates two small solidified oh, hazelnut embryos makes me cringe. and places them in cold storage next to the human embryos. He records a log as Walter in, Walter in the end stating that all crew members except Tennessee and Daniels were killed in the neutrino blast and that the ship is still on course for RG6. Wow, you had to call it that, didn't you? Yeah. Cast <laughs> involves David, played by Michael <laughs> Fassbender, Walter, played by Michael Fassbender, Daniels, played by Catherine Waterson, Orem, played by Billy uh, Krupp, Tennessee, play, played by Danny McBride, Lop, played by Damien Blair, Carrad, played by Camel Elger, Ricks, played by Juicy Smollett, Upworth, played by Callie Hernandez, Hernandez, Harris, played by Amy Smets, Hallett, played by Nathaniel Dean, Anchor, played by Alex England, Ledward, played by Ben Rigby, Cole, played by Yuli Lakhukfu, and yeah, uh, is that, what the fuck, there's there's apparently videos, and there's no trivia. That's it. <laughs> Legit, that is the entire thing. There is no trivia. Thank you. There's comments. I don't think there needs to be trivia, really. There's comments, though. Apparently there's vi- uh, Apparently there's a notes section. What's this? Uh, Rick's notification display gives some interesting information. While he says the trip to Planet 4 is a few weeks close, examination of the display sees the ATA from Covenant's current position is two weeks in the same display. It also shows the ETA at Orgy 6 as 362 weeks from current position. Another display on the same screen confirms Walter's verbal statement of seven years, four months to their destination. The equivalent of 380 weeks. Hmm. Nice. So what would you rate this? And what is your thoughts? <laughs> uh, I like I like it just as much as Prometheus, mainly because of the origins of the Xenomorphs. It expands upon it. I also like the blue and gore as well. I'm, I'm a huge gore fan. Was this even our rated? I don't think so. I don't believe this was our rated. Alien Covenant is a 2017 film directed and produced by Ridley Scott and written by John Logan and Dante Harper. From a story by Michael Green and Jack Paglin, a joint American and British production, the film is a sequel to Prometheus 2012 and is the second installment in the Alien prequel series and the sixth installment overall in the Alien film series, as well as the third directed by Scott. The film features returning star Michael Fassbender and Catherine Waterson, 
with Billy Krupp, Danny McBride and Damian Blair in supporting roles. It follows the crew of a colony ship that lands on an uncharted planet and makes a terrifying discovery. So, uh, I like this film. What would you rate? What would you rate? I'm going to give it a 7. Just a standard 7. I'm giving it an 8. Oh, I actually like I like this a lot better than obviously Resurrection. I like it a lot better than Prometheus. Um, I don't know. It's really good. I just you know, I just wish there was a xenomorph in it though. But there's not. Yeah. It's a protomorph, and this series is not even going to continue. So what's the fucking point? <laughs> so yeah, um, I think. That's the ending, so you want to outros? Uh, yes, I will. So, this has been SlasherCast, the podcast where we talk horror and nothing but horror, brought to you by the SlasherCast Podcast Network and our YouTube channel, Slasher Media. I hope you have enjoyed the Alien read-throughs. Next episode, we will announce a big announcement. <laughs> yep, something that people are excited to see. And I and I hope that other like newcomers will be uh, thrilled as well. I have been one your host, Tyler. I have been a your slasher. And this has been Slasher Cast. The podcast where we talk horror and nothing but horror. And remember, keep on slashing, keep watching horror, and we'll see you horror fans again later. Bye for now. Bye for now. See you. Whatever you do, don't fall. Have you checked the children? I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. We all go a little mad sometimes. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? Boogeyman is real, and you found him. Don't you blame the movies? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative.